It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network is your host, Brady Trent. What is up, Thunder fans? Welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am Brady Trantham, your host and your man for all things Oklahoma City Thunder. And for the next 30 minutes or so, you will be so locked on Thunder that you'll just be recalled from the Oklahoma City Blue. It is Friday, so we're going to hear some Billy Donovan audio. We're going to hear some Chris Paul audio. Might even hear some Abdul Nader audio if we have time as we prep for tonight's game against the Phoenix Suns in Oklahoma City. If you still don't know who I am, I've been covering the Thunder since 2014 with Thunder Digest. And then 2018 when I joined 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. And now you can find all my columns, blogs, whatever I write down at thefranchiseok.com. You can find my other podcast, OKC82, that I do for the franchise with my partner Madison Morris and Chisholm Holland on Wednesdays. Also wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, doesn't matter. Just type in OKC82. And those are all game reactions, so a little bit different than Locked On. And the best way to find all this stuff really is just to follow me on Twitter at Brady Does Sports. Feel free to chime in anytime. Feel free to shoot me a DM, a question, anything. If you want me to answer it on the podcast, please let me know and I will do my best. And so tonight, Oklahoma City takes on the Phoenix Suns. Losers of five of their last seven games. And after starting off the season five and two, I mean, a lot of people were starting to get excited. Okay, have the Phoenix Suns actually figured this out? Monty Williams, first-year head coach for the Suns. Thunder fans should be more than familiar with him. He was an assistant on Billy Donovan's initial staff when he first became the head coach of the Oklahoma City Thunder. And tragically, his wife passed away in an unfortunate car accident that happened in Oklahoma City. And I believe it happened right before the playoffs. I'm not exactly sure when it when it happened. It might have been maybe a few months, actually, before the playoffs. But Monty Williams, of course, stepped down from his position to deal with the loss, to uh, take care of his family. And of course, Oklahoma City fans at the time had nothing but an outpour of support, prayers, and thoughts. Just incredibly sad. I've had a few chances to talk to Monty Williams just in scrums, uh, mainly when he was the head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. And everything you hear about him, and especially what you're going to hear later on this podcast from Billy Donovan, I mean, it rings true. The guy is just 100% genuine. The guy is just a 100% quality person. And when you interact with him, it's really hard to, to avoid or, I guess, forget that that tragedy happened in Oklahoma City and that tragedy happened to this person. And when it does kind of creep back into your mind, it just makes it all the more unfortunate and sad but I do remember um, Monty Williams's wife Ingrid had the memorial in Oklahoma City Thunder teammates were in attendance I believe Greg Popovich and some other and some other Spurs that had coached along with Monty Williams in the past 
other NBA people had shown up to support. I remember Monty Williams' speech was really, really, really cool. I believe he would go into like asking for, for people to pray for the individual who was involved in the car accident that caused it and that he was just simply happy for the time that he had with his wife. So a lot of bad memories, of course, but still some good memories out of a tragic situation. But again, going back to Monty Williams just as a basketball coach, highly respected around, highly respected amongst people around the league. And while the Suns have certainly fallen off after their 5-2 and two start, they're now 11-16. and 16, And just about a week and a half ago, I believe they were the seventh seed. They've now fallen with their 11-16 and 16 records to the 11th seed, and they're tied with the San Antonio Spurs also at 11-16. and 16, And they're just above the Minnesota Timberwolves half game above them. The Sacramento Kings hold the eighth spot with a 12 and 15 record in the Thunder at 13 and 14, which obviously now tonight they have a chance to get back to 500, sit at the seven seed with Utah with quite a bit of a lead above everybody else at 17 and 11. But Mike Conley is going to miss some time. It's going to be interesting to see how Utah that affects the Utah Jazz. And if the Thunder are able to take advantage of somewhat of a, a very manageable schedule from here until the calendar shifts into 2020, who knows what where the Thunder will be once we get into the new year. In addition to Monty Williams, former Oklahoma City Thunder assistant, you'll also see the familiar faces of assistant coach Mark Bryant and Darko Ryakovic. Now, Mark Bryant had been a longtime Oklahoma City Thunder assistant coach, beloved by the franchise, beloved by everybody from the front office all the way down to the players and the staff. He helped further the careers of guys like Ennis Canner, Steven Adams, Kendrick Perkins. No matter who you talk to, if you mention the, the name Mark Bryant, you'll just always see someone's face light up. He just has something about him. And then you'll remember Darko Ryakovic, whose time with the Thunder organization goes back to when the G League team, or at the time the D League team, was in Tulsa, the Tulsa 66ers. He was the head coach then, and I believe joined the staff in either 2014-2015, and had been an assistant coach with them ever since. I believe he had also coached a summer league team or two as well, until Mark Dagnall became the head coach of the Oklahoma City, eventually the Oklahoma City Blue. In addition to the familiar faces, there's a little bit of an intrigue in terms of injury and availability for the Phoenix Suns. I mean, most importantly, Devin Booker, who's listed as questionable as of yesterday in the game notes with a forearm injury. Cameron Johnson, the Phoenix Suns' first-round draft pick out of North Carolina, is also listed as questionable with a hip injury. And Tyler Johnson, formerly of the Miami Heat, is listed as probable with an illness for tonight's game. And like I said, after the 5-2 and two start to start the season, the Suns have really fallen off. I mean, their last 16 games, they've lost 12, 12 of them, with two of their wins coming against the Minnesota Timberwolves and the other win coming against Charlotte. I mean, they're, and they're not even just losing these games. They're not necessarily getting blown out, but the defense is just hemorrhaging points. I mean, you, you've got performances where the defense gives up 120 points to the Sacramento Kings, 124 to the New Orleans Pelicans, 140 to the Washington Wizards in regulation. The Washington Wizards. I mean, let's dive a little bit into that random game. Quarter-by-quarter quarter scoring breakdown for the Wizards. First quarter up to the fourth quarter. 36 points, 38 points, 34 points, 32 points. The Thunder should have really no problem scoring tonight, save for just flat-out bad shooting performances. We still have defensive performances against the Orlando Magic, where they gave up 128 points, 132 points in overtime to the New Orleans Pelicans in a victory. Now, as always with Phoenix, and you can even go back the last few years when the Thunder had a talent, more talented roster, more capable roster, the Suns have been a bit of a thorn on the side for the Oklahoma City Thunder, and it's because while their defense has never been anything to write home about at all, and especially over the last 16 games, 
they can still score. So in addition to all those poor defensive performances, you've got scoring outputs of 116, 121, 100 points, 139 points, 108, 110. Out of those 16 games, only two of them have they not scored over 100 points. And 13 of those games, they've scored north of 109 points. So Phoenix is more than capable of of heating it up, especially because they've got guys like Devin Booker and other capable shooters that can get hot randomly like Kelly Oubre Jr., Dario Saric, Frank Kaminsky. Now, I've been trying to search for this because I know I I know for sure I saw it yesterday on Thursday. But DeAndre Ayton has returned from his 25-game suspension to start the year. He started the other night in a loss to the LA Clippers on Tuesday night. But I'm fairly certain I saw a report on Twitter from a Phoenix Suns beat writer that DeAndre Ayton is not expected to play tonight for whatever reason. I can't I don't know if it's an injury related. I don't know if it's a conditioning thing because he's missed so much time. I'm not 100% sure, but I also because I haven't had a chance to find it to look it up for this podcast. I don't even know if it's actually true if somebody just simply retweeted the wrong thing. I'm not 100% certain. I'm only saying this so if you go up to the arena or you turn the game on TV and you're expecting to see a Steven Adams-DeAndre Ayton battle, which, bless DeAndre Ayton's heart, that dude had a trial by fire as an NBA rookie when he had to go up against Steven Adams two times in the first 12 games, it felt like. He also gave up Nerlens Noel's greatest performance as an NBA player, 25 points, 15 rebounds, I believe, in the third game of the year last year. If you're expecting to see DeAndre Ayton against the Thunder and he's not out there, I just wanted to throw this out there just in case. But again, don't quote me on it. I tried to look for it and I couldn't find it. And also, Devin Booker did not play Tuesday night against the Clippers. Just wanted to throw that out there as well. And before we get any further with the Suns, before we hear from Billy Donovan and Chris Paul, I wanted to talk to you guys about Casper. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sweep surface with the right amount of both sink and bounce. Get $100 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash LockedMBA and using LockedMBA at the checkout. Terms and conditions apply. If you can't visit Casper right now, you can find this and all other offers from Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcast.com slash offers. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home, but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Welcome back to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Brady Trantham, the host with uh, the most, I guess. So you know, yesterday at practice, Billy Donovan had a bit to say about Phoenix as a basketball team and then his relationships with current Phoenix Suns head coach, former Oklahoma City Thunder assistant with Billy Donovan, Monty Williams, Mark Bryant, and Darko Ryakovic. His coaching strength is. Um, I would say that he's a genuine, quality, real person. 
you have examples of that? From- He's just a straight up guy. Um, you know, I really enjoyed my time with him. I was disappointed it was cut as short as it was, you know, with what happened. Um, He's a great friend, um, high character guy. You know, I just think he's got a lot of substance. And, um, you know, it's hard. It's hard for me to give examples because I think that's just the way he he lives his life. I know they've had some struggles recently, but they really surprised some teams at the beginning of the season. What about him do you think has allowed them to do that? Yeah, I mean, I think they've their team, their rosters changed a lot. They have a lot of different parts and pieces to the team. Um, you know, he's obviously an outstanding coach. Um, he's going to get those guys to play hard and work together. Um, you know, they got some obviously really, really talented young players. Um, you know, I know obviously their staff very, very well. Um, but I think a lot of it's going to be his leadership and his vision and how he sees things going down the road. Speaking of their staff, what? stands out to you from your time with MB and Darko? I look at it differently. Like, I mean, I think the basketball piece, if you're going to coach as long as those guys have coached and you're, they're coaching up here at this level, like the X and O part of it is already, you know, basically known. It's who they are as people. You know, that's the thing about it. Like, I'll have relationships with all those guys the rest of my life um, because of who they are as people. And again, for me, like, you know, what Monty did for me, I mean, I'm coming from college is my first year and obviously Mo and, and, and Monty and then Mark Bryant, you know, those guys that played in the league, coaching league. I mean, those guys couldn't have been any more gracious or kind. I mean, those guys really, really helped me in an enormous amount of way and took a lot of time with me as well. And I think because of that, we developed great relationships. So to me, it's not so much the X's and O's piece, but just in terms of like the relationships that were established when you work together. You're going up against the balance scoring attack of Phoenix tomorrow, led by Ricky Rubio. What are you guys going to have to do defensively to contain that? Yeah, well, I mean, they're really good sharing the ball. They really move the ball, the high assist team. Um, you know, obviously, Rubio's a great passer. Booker has even done a lot more playmaking and scoring in combination. You know, Baines up front, they've got Aiton back now. So, I mean, they're a very, very good team. They'll probably go through a little bit of a transition, bringing, you know, Aiton back. But certainly, they're clearly going to be better with him, with him in their lineup. Got a chance to get to 500 tomorrow. Does that it, it cross your mind anything? Not really. We've got a lot of games left. <laughs> you know, the season's long, so I mean, it's just about us trying to improve and get better. Chris, buy your suit? No, I did not. I, but I, no, no, he took care of those guys. No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, he took care of those guys. What he did was, I was really, really very generous and kind to him. It was pretty, pretty impressive. And then Billy went a little bit more in depth on the challenges that the Phoenix Suns pose. Hey, Coach, you're coming off two back to back double or 20 point deficits. You tell you can't sustain it. What's it going to take for you guys to be able to get out early tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, just, you know, just, just trying to play at a, at a better level. Um, it wasn't that, you know, like offensively we scored, I think, 59 points in the first half. It was good. But, you know, our transition defense needed to be better. We had some slippage in certain areas. Um, I do think one of the things that you go through during the course of the season is there are times and pockets of the season where the amount of games you're playing, how many games you are playing in a, in a period of time, you know, the practice the practices become limited, you know, and that's what you're trying to fight against the coaches to make sure that, you know, you're able to clean things up. Um without maybe being able to do them on the court live. And, you know, we've had, you know, outside the the game before Denver, we really haven't had two days in a while. And uh, that trip, coupled with the fact that we're playing every other day right now, there's a lot. So we've got to, uh, you know, as best we can, learn through watching film and walking through things on the court. 
had Dennis pick up 94 feet and then started trapping on the sideline, really aggressive. What do you think of that tool that's in your toolbox defensively if you, if you want to go to it during games? Steven's always been good at that because in the past our coverage has been up and he's used to being up there. You know, we just felt like to change momentum of the game a little bit and to try to be a little bit more disruptive, uh, maybe try to get them off balance a little bit. You know, we just decided to go, I wouldn't say trap, but certainly way up and try to be a little bit more aggressive than we were. And um, because I thought they really did a great job, Memphis did. They made a lot of really, really difficult, challenging shots, especially Morant when he got in the lane, high floaters and these runners and give him credit. I mean, he made those shots and, you know, generally you're going to live with a lot of those. But I think with as much as he was in the paint around the basket and making those shots and then the bigs rolling, we just wanted to maybe do something a little bit different and just to try to break the momentum of the game a little bit. And really quick before we wrap up this episode with some funny audio from Chris Paul, I wanted to talk to you guys about Breaking Tea. If you're looking for a last-minute fun sports gift for the holidays, go to breakingtea.com slash locked on. Breaking Tea makes sports t-shirts around teams' passion moments. Great for all fans. Go to breakingtea.com slash locked on and feel free to search the site for great shirts and fun sports gifts. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Now, every once in a while, your boy Brady can ask a fun question or can ask a good question. Not all the time, but sometimes the stars, the planets align, and I'm able to get something going at practice or during a game. And so, as you all are well aware by now, Chris Paul, before the season started, had his tailor come down and measure the entire team for personalized tailored suits, and they finally arrived a few days prior to the game the other night against the Memphis Grizzlies, which resulted in everybody coming in in nice tailored suits, even Steven Adams, who never wears anything other than a t-shirt, a camo jacket, a hat, sweatpants, and flip-flops, regardless of how cold it is outside. That man is just, he just wants to be comfortable, it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter if they're in Denver. Doesn't matter if they're in Minnesota. Doesn't matter if they're in Toronto. He will wear flip flops. So yesterday I had this pop in my head in the scrum with Chris Paul. Decided to ask it of him. And to be honest, I kind of hope this happens just for just for the pictures. I just want to see what this would look like. I w- I want to see it happen. This is a this is a fun squad to cover. It's a fun squad to watch. This would add to it, but go ahead and listen. Here's a dumb question. Got everybody tailored suits. Mm-hmm. You decided if you guys want to all dress up like Stephen Adams going into a game. Oh man! Jackets. You know what? We look at you. Look at you. You might be on to something, man. We might. We might do that. 
in the winter, you got to wear flip-flops. I know. <laughs> Yesterday was the first time I seen Steve-O not in some flip-flops or some basketball shoes. First time. That's crazy. First time. We've been to Utah, Denver, yeah. all that. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that might be cool if we do that one day. <laughs> If he asked you though, would you wear a camouflage jacket? Absolutely. Because the thing about it, and I mean, the suits were cool and all that, but the thing that made it better than anything is we did it together. You know what I mean? So if everybody want to dress up like Steve O, I'm about to go holler at uh, Dennis about that, see if we can do that. Yeah. All right, thanks. I try not to boast, but everybody, if the Thunder do this, you can thank me later. Just hit me up at Brady Does Sports and say, thanks, Brady. I really appreciate that. It's really funny to see. Chris Paul in a camo jacket. It's really funny to see Darius Baisley in flip-flops, even though it's negative 10 degrees outside. And everybody, thank you all so much for listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Thunder take on the Phoenix Suns tonight in what is actually quite an important game for the Thunder in terms of playoff positioning. You want to gobble up wins against teams like Phoenix, Minnesota as much as possible if the Thunder's roster is going to stay intact for the entirety of the season and if they are going to actually try and push into the playoffs, you want to win tonight. So it's an important game tonight in Oklahoma City, Friday night. Let's do this. But everybody, thank you so much for listening, and until next week, I'll talk to you later. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.